It's 420. You've probably heard David Goldenberg on the air on this very show in the past. And it was my hope that, you know, we'd never have to talk to him again. Not that I don't like you, David. But honestly, I just wish that these issues would not be so prevalent and they seem to be getting worse. David is the regional director of the Anti-Defamation League. And there was a report that maybe you saw in the media over the past 48 hours called Hate in the Prairie State. David, here we are again. It seems to just be getting worse. Well, Lisa, first of all, thanks so much for having me on. And I agree that let's make a deal that the next time I'm on, we're talking about more uplifting things. How about yeah. that? Yeah, that would um, be great. So Hayden Prairie State is the most comprehensive overview and assessment that has been produced in recent years on the state of hate and extremism in Illinois. And what we did in partnership with ADL Center on Extremism is we look back at nearly three years of extremist activity in the state. Um, So basically from January 2021 through May of this year. In the report, we identify the unique forces uh, that are driving alarming levels of extremist activity here in Illinois. And while there's data that we can talk about, about the rise in hate crimes or about the rise in anti-Semitism or about the rise in extremism, what we also found, though, is that there's really not a single narrative that tells the whole story. Instead, what we're finding is that the impact of hate and extremism is pretty widespread. And as you and I have talked about in the past, it affects many communities. Absolutely. Many communities. We're not just talking about the Jewish community. We're talking about the LGBTQ plus community. We're talking about people of color, religion. I mean, and tell me about this Texas-based hate group. Unfortunately, the Internet brings together people who thrive on hate and evil, and now there is no border. Uh, It's not unusual to see groups come into Illinois to perpetuate hate. And when I read about this report, one of them mentioned the Patriot Front. What's that about? Well, there's several what we would consider to be extremist groups and organizations that are operating and have a presence of some kind in Illinois. Patriot Front is uh, in many ways an anti-government, a racist, xenophobic, anti-Semitic group of individuals. Uh, They have historically shown up at different points for flash rallies and different events. Uh, And they've also been... uh, significant perpetuators of in the spread of white supremacist propaganda in Illinois and around the country. But it's not just them. There's a lot of groups and there's a, several organizations that have been taking advantage of um, insecurities. They've been taking advantage of anxieties that have been felt uh, in our broader society. And they've got a presence and they're operating in different ways here in Illinois. Okay, so David, I think I mentioned this once in the past, and I'm only going to mention it again because I think that people want to speak out and want to do something. They just need direction on how to put a stop to this kind of hate in their neighborhood, in their family, in their community. But when I was living in St. Charles, you know, people threw pamphlets with a little rock and a baggie on your driveway, and I picked it up, and it was certainly from neo-Nazis, and so I posted something on the WhatsApp, you know, what's happening in St. Charles app, and within an hour, there were thousands of horrible responses to what I posted, not from the people of St. Charles, but it was as if 
one of these groups was watching, monitoring these sites, and immediately mobilized all of their people worldwide to throw a bunch of hate down and to the point where I just I, I closed up my account. I mean, I didn't I didn't know yeah. what to do. So what do you do when you are confronted with that? How do you manage it and who do you turn to? Totally. Look, I, and I think you just identified um, a, an issue that many people face. Right. So am I am I going to say something? How am I going to say it? And what could potentially be the repercussions if I speak out and show strength, even if I wasn't the one targeted? And what you highlighted in the previous question, which I didn't necessarily address as well uh, as I wanted to, is um, that the interconnectivity of extremists because of technology, you don't have to find some meeting or anything like that. You basically can just pick up your phone, and you don't even have to find the deep dark web. You can just go onto a mainstream platform. You can have access to extremists, extremist ideology, extremist symbiology, and it's an easy way to activate. It's online is inexpensive, and it's easy, and you can activate people quickly. And what you just described is what we often see. Online trolls who are sitting out there waiting to respond and express. And what I think what we have found is that there's a whole lot more people like you and me who are disgusted by this, who if we can find our voices, if we can find our collective strength and solidarity, we can collectively push back against this. Because often it's that silent majority who can come who can make it come across as if we're okay with it but if we just use a little bit of our voices i think we can really turn the tide in a significant way and do you have anything on your website that helps guide people on how to use their voice absolutely so people can go to adl.org um and under resources and education you can find a lot of tools on how to use your voice And our free resources range anywhere from table talks, right? So kids who are, or there's an issue that's going on in society today, and you've got kids or grandkids or godchildren, and you want to talk to them about it, but you're afraid you're going to do more harm than good. Mm -hmm. We actually have table talks, talking points for parents, age-appropriate questions that you can engage with your children in these difficult conversations. I use it with my kids, and I encourage my friends and family to do the same. We also have ways that uh, we have reports that take a look at misinformation that you might see on social media and actually takes it down point by point and explains, no, here's actually the facts, and you can use it to respond. And so we find that responding to misinformation is so important because we read things and we go, huh, if we're not so critical about it and we don't do anything about it, that's a big problem. And so we think responding to misinformation with facts is important. I'm, 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 I'm on board. I I will Mm -hmm. not, I will not just back out and uh, get rid of the app anymore. I will do it. ADL.org. David, thank you for your work and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.